uh, speaking of uh, that story about Georgia, about the lady, the Asian lady who she's opening a business, but she's not going in. She said, I'm not I'm not going to do it. It got me to thinking about, you know, that's that's what's going to happen. A lot of people, you have to decide what you're going to do when they start reopening things. And the CDC has issued new guidelines to help organizations reopen. And a lot of these things caught me off guard because the first set of rules they give are for potential school reopenings. They started talking about the initial reopen phases of schools, and they started with placing desks six feet apart. Obviously, nixing any field trips and school assemblies and have students eat their lunch in classrooms instead of the cafeteria. Um, I don't know what the average class size is these days, but desks six feet apart, you're going to have like 10, 10 students in that room. Uh, it would seem likely. Yeah, I don't recall uh, classrooms being that large. I haven't been in a while. I think, I think it's 25 is when you're maxing out. Maxing out without six feet rules, just standard the class size you're saying is about 25 students. Correct. All right. So whatever it is, and you can call us and let us know. If you're a teacher, you know how many, how many kids you can put in the average size classroom. My question is obviously you can't put 25 in a classroom. So is it going to be school for all, school for some, school rotation? You come on, you know, Monday and Wednesdays. Y'all come on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and Friday we're off to clean. Huh. That's the kind of stuff I'm worried about. And then I look at this, the next thing on this list, and this is from the CDC, and I'm getting this from uh, NewYorkTimes.com. Churches. And I'm, 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 I was blown away by seeing schools in this thing and churches in the first round. It says churches should hold services through video streaming or at drive-in or outdoor venues as much as possible. They should also encourage everyone to wear cloth face masks, use a stationary collection box, and schedule extra services if necessary to make sure pews are not packed and congregants stay at least six feet away from each other. So that sounds like the same thing. Everybody that wants to come to church at 11 may not be able to come, so we might have to do an 11 o'clock service, a 1 o'clock service, and a 3 o'clock service for your, for your late sleepers. <laughs> um, and then restaurants, and that's where I want to end this one. It says restaurants, nothing really new here, just some more details. Restaurants should consider using throwaway menus. Great idea. Throwaway throw menus? Paper, yeah. That, that can get costly, but okay. That Man, it, you know what's more costly? Your, uh, people, somebody <laughs> peeling over <laughs> at the table. Uh, all right. With, with all the cell phones out. <laughs> I, I don't even want to use the name of a restaurant as a joke on it. But, <laughs> yeah, can you imagine that happening? You, you walking guess. around like, you know, we got your meal if I can delete that. <laughs> Oh, we got you, right? We got you. <laughs> that dude ain't dead, man. He, he was eating before. Y'all didn't see what he was doing before y'all got here. Oh, I'd be good at spinning that. All right. Use disposable forks, knives, spoons. See, that way you don't have to worry about contamination and recontamination. You're already going to be stressed uh, opening because your, your customers are going to be a little bit on the edge, so they're going to have attitude. You're going to be in there scared, so you got attitude. If you got to wipe down the menus... I don't want to touch that funky menu. 
Well, this is how we did at my favorite restaurant before they shut it down. They took, they, do? they took all the menus off the table, and the waitress came to your table, gave you the menu, you ordered it, she took it back, and then she went over there and wiped them down. They had a stack of white. I don't trust the wipes. Yeah, is that really true, Kel? Most people have problems wiping. <laughs> I don't trust them. Okay, what, what, what if they came and gave you the, a white menu and some wipes? Spike. Yes, sir. I need a menu. Give me 20 wings and a coat. That's what I'm saying. And this is the thing. When, when a restaurant can only serve at a limited capacity, yes. if you go into some place as iconic as a Hooters, let's say, and you need a menu, get your natural, simple <laughs> ass home and let leave the restaurant to somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah, and they should have, if they're ser- serving a limited menu, they should have a special menu just with that for you. Yeah, put and it on a chalkboard. And that's chalkboard, chalkboard, or for sanitary reasons, I don't mind the piece of paper, or kind of have it superimposed under the glass in the table or something. I don't know. Sure. Mm. But listen, people walk in McDonald's every day, and they'll say, may I help you? And they look at the menu like, uh. And you, yeah. know, who the, you know who they are? Idiots. <laughs> right. All right. So anyway, restaurants should consider using throwaway menus, single service service condiments, and disposable forks, knives, spoons, and dishes. They should also install sneeze guards at cash registers, limited the number of pl- employees on a shift, and avoid having buffets, salad bars, and drink stations. With that being said, I don't feel comfortable in enclosed spaces with the sharing an enclosed space with a group of people. And um, that has been confirmed by, by a study that they did in Wuhan, China, where there was a restaurant that had nine people. They had nine people contract the COVID-19 in that restaurant, and they were able to accurately track everyone that came in. They had an asymptomatic spreader. He came into the restaurant, and he came in with uh, three other people. The three people at his table got, the two people at his table got infected. The three people at the table next to them got infected. And the four, and no, and the three, because it was nine, right. And the three people on the other table all got infected. And then throughout the course of the day, 73 more people came into that restaurant. The 73 people did not get infected. The wait staff that waited on everybody I named that came to that restaurant all day, none of them got infected. The cook, the maitre d', none, none of them got infected. Just the people who were sitting down at the tables with and next to the asymptomatic spreader. So... You can you can go to NewYorkTimes.com and check it out. It was it was fascinating. But guess how they got it? How? The guy who was the asymptomatic spreader was sitting in front of the AC. Ah. And the AC, and they were talking about the big park park particulates, they immediately just drop and fall down. But he was there and you think, well, why didn't the waiter get it? The waiter had to. The waiter's serving. There was two waiters, and they're serving those three tables, and they're all over there, and they're, they're there. And they, then what they're saying is that it comes from being exposed for a long period of time, 
and it comes from being in. So so once those nine people left the restaurant, no one else got infected the entire day. So it kind of makes you feel a little bit about better about potential surf surface germs. Mind you, nobody knew that there was a, a, a asymptomatic spreader. In the, in the rest. So that's why I feel weird if I was in a room with three or four people and it was close quarters. Yeah, man, just by just by breathing and talking and then that wind gets in and it's whipping it around. They're talking about different air patterns. And they don't know what's going on. This droplets here and it's just keep kicking it up and kicking it up. And, oh, man. Said all that to say I'm not going in a restaurant. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care how far away you put somebody. We're all breathing the same air if you got the corona and your corona is in that air you peeing in the bathtub we all in what about sitting out on the porch man it's not worth it for me Uh, i don't know what kind of cloud is out there either and i don't know what the man they need to test the waiter too (laughs) just because he's brave for coming to work don't mean he ain't bringing that rona in there with him true that somebody needs to come out with some rona glasses (laughs) <laughs> oh man you talk about printing money yo i'd be talking if i invented that i'd be talking so much trash to bill gates i'd be like you talking about it you know about it you can't see it bro uh, i can you, see it <laughs> it's right there on your ear knock it off <laughs> knock it off you got a little rod on your ear oh man i'll make a mess. great idea it is but you know we need uh no, think about it but before we do that hold on let's do this we got i have the invention for seeing the coronavirus. I have that. I wrote out all the plans. I'm not just talking on the radio, but before we do that, let's get Mo a new mic, all right? Please. <laughs> Those are our priorities. Uh, Mo a mic, then save the world. <laughs> you also want to take some calls? I do want to take some calls. Who wants to talk? Uh, Kirschman got some uh, heat for you. He, he got some heat? He yeah. wants some with Hollywood coal? Yeah, he, right, he got a little smoke for you. Let's do it. Oh, oh he, don't want, he don't want smoke. He just want weed. Here, give me one second. Let me uh, do it for my uh, Spike real quick. What you doing? What are we doing I here? Can't I have see what no line. idea what's happening. Are we live? Are we broadcasting? Is this a podcast? <laughs> this is the, this right. is the worst podcast ever. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, it's bad. What's going on, man? Hey, Mo. How you doing? Oh, I'm all right. I'm sorry, Kevin. How you doing? How's, how's it going? How can we help you? Pretty good. So, uh, listen, man, I got to ask you, really, 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 really. Really. Is it worse? Is this virus really that bad? And and would you agree that they could have tracked anything in the last 10, 15 years the same way they're tracking this now and, and tracked every single death and uh, every single uh, infection and whatnot? Was that a question? Like, what are you Kirk, asking? All right, Kirschman, yeah, remember, what, all right, you told me over the line that you disagree with him because you're worried about the virus more than the economy. That's what you told me. Yeah, I'm worried about the virus more than the economy. So, like, what I'm saying is, is, is this, uh, this virus is, you know, we're, we're going to freak out about it for the next, you know, how long? No, no, we're not. We're re- no, yes, we're not. We're reopening. We already are. Hold on. Yeah, well, the freak out has happened because people were dying. Like over close to sixty thousand Americans are actually dead. So that that happened. More more people than died in Vietnam. That happened. I am under the. Uh, I, I no. I I believe that there's a cost to opening businesses up too soon. However, at this point in the conversation. I believe we should open the businesses up slowly and let people make a decision as if it, it, in, in, in whether they want to go out and participate. That's what I'm for. Well, I, 
I cannot disagree with you that that would, man, that's the best thing you can do. If you want to stay in your house, mm-hmm. great. If you want to roll the dice and, and go out and do what you got to do, great. But we, as business owners, need to be able to our people back to work. Okay, but hold on. Um, your people are coming yeah, back to work. Your people are coming back to work because there's work for them to do. You realize you can't have it all. Like, we're going to open the businesses back up slowly, but that doesn't mean that your customers will come back. And your customers aren't going to come back until they feel secure. And to me, that sounds like we need a whole lot of testing because the testing is the only thing. All that forehead scanning and I'm not coughing and I feel great. That ain't cutting it, man. I agree. So no, I had to evolve. I, I had to. I, I had to evolve. I had to evolve to this. I had to think this through because I was so paranoid about catching it. Um, but you take me out of it, man. There's a lot of people that say yeah, if my favorite yeah, bar is open, I'll go. And if they want to go, go. Just stay the hell away from me. Can we do that as well? Um, speaking on behalf of people that don't want to get it, because there are people that have the right to not want to get this. Like, you have the right to want to be well and not catch a disease that people don't understand. And a lot of people are going to not catch this and going to talk trash, and it had nothing to do with it. It was just the roll of the dice. You just didn't walk into a cloud of it. But for me, I have the right to live my life and not get it. Now, I'm going to do my part by staying at home. That's all I can do. All right, but but I totally agree with that. I totally agree. So if you want to stay home, stay home, great. If you want to get out there and roll them dice, you know, you're on your own. But what I'm saying is um, you could have picked any type of influenza. I know a little bit different, but, like, you could have chosen any other virus to track in the last 10 years, you know. No. Um, Ebola didn't kill this many people. Uh, SARS didn't kill this many people. H1N1, did the pig flu, didn't kill this many people. This one's yeah, killed. Yeah, it kind of did. Yeah, no, uh, not kind of. This one, this one killed 60,000 people. No, 60, well, this one didn't shut down the world. This one's different, man. I'm telling you it's different. If if it wasn't, it's new. Well, That's it why. It shut down the world because. What? Go ahead. Well, it's a novel virus. If it was SAR, if it was just like SARS, we would kind of have some protocols, but we don't have any protocols. We're only five months into this thing that we it's kind of like SARS, but kind of next level. So, all right. Do you think this might this might have been a virus created by China and they blasted it propaganda on their news outlet? Right. Knowing they are a world hub for business, knowing damn well. Their ass was they're so you, back against the wall. Right? You think you think China, well, we, we the wall not not more. Hey, hold on, not more than us because we owe. Hold on, dude. We owe China. We owe China a lot of money. First of all, why would China want to kill? Who are they trying? They're trying to get us. They want to kill a bunch of their citizens to because they don't like Trump. No, oh, yeah, that doesn't yeah, make sense, man. Yeah. <laughs> China was getting handed, handed, handled. With, with the trade war, all right? So and they created we, a virus they created to get... this mild virus. Listen, yes, listen. They created this mild virus. Mild virus that, that killed 62,000 Americans. Mild. Yes. That's, and, and you know what else? Kills? What else has People killed 62... What else has killed 62,000 Americans in your lifetime? Listen. Exactly. People that are sick listen, give me an and old. 
listen, people that are sick and old, they want to they want to get rid of them anyways. Okay. Right? So they, right, they create hey, this mild virus. I understand. I'm not going to get into the conspiracy because there's actually people dying. If you reach out, you'll probably find out that dude, man, you probably know somebody who's for every every bit of them, dude. But what's that? Just saying, man. Well, that, no, well, I feel listen, for every last. I understand. Person, I, mean, I understand, like, man. But you have you have a lot of people change. I understand, but you you have a lot of low information on that, man. You need to really read up on this. If you want to say, I want to roll the dice, I'm with you on that. I don't agree with much else. Now, with me telling you that you're okay to roll the dice with that, that's on you. And I think it's probably one of the dumbest things that you can do is to open up businesses when there is a virus that's still out there that's just as dangerous, and they're already telling you. They're already telling you there's going to be a second wave. Good luck with all of that. Hey, I choose. I choose to stay home. I'll see you from my window. How many? How many divorces are, are, are met Brother, with uh, financial disaster? How I'm many you like suicides this. are met with like financial this. disaster? I, I understand that. I can't. I can't quantify. Listen, I can't quantify how many. How many suicides on. have there been? How many divorces have there been? You can't quantify that. I don't know. Why don't you look that up? Dude? I don't want to look that up. Every, every, Every most important information outlet, you know. I mean, like, no, no, we're not. No, we're not a. We're not an important information outlet, dude. We tell dick jokes and we interject some facts. Sixty-two thousand dead Americans. That's the joke. That's the. That's the fact. All right, man. Well, you're stressing me out, dude. I want you to get back out there. Get your life stressed out, bro. I'm telling you, I'm stressed out. You don't have to tell me. I'm telling you to go back out there, get your life back, get out there, and have a great time. Be safe. I hope you do the same. Oh, I'm staying right love here. You know, ain't no love. Wow. I don't understand people. Yeah. You can get out there and do what you want, man. You, you can do it. Everybody's not fortunate enough to be able to roll the dice. I wouldn't roll the dice for something I can't see. Now, that may change. I'd roll the dice to maybe go see my folks, make sure they're okay.